Hey, this is Laura and you're listening to Expand. Welcome back, love. Let's get into it. I met with my team yesterday and just like we do every month, we were talking about what we see happening inside of the secret garden, um, different ways that we feel called to support our students in a bigger capacity or new creative ideas that we have that we'd like to try on or play with inside of our community. Um, perhaps holes that are, that are being brought to light inside of our space that we need to patch so that we can, we can really hold our students as, as deeply and intimately as we desire to, et cetera, et cetera. And a really interesting conversation came to light yesterday that I wanted to offer you here because I imagine the same thing is happening inside of some of your communities or with the work that you're doing with your clients, whether it's a group setting or a one-to-one -one setting. And I wanted to shine a light on it because I thought that this was really interesting to witness playing out in our space and is absolutely going to dictate our direction into the new year. We were speaking about this idea of boundaries and how we really don't have any in the secret garden. We don't dictate how students are able to contact us. We don't dictate the types of questions that are allowed to be asked. We don't dictate how much time is allotted to each student on live calls. We don't, we don't set boundaries around anything to do with time or energy or attention. We, we instead really, really focus on creating a safe space for anybody to feel comfortable asking whatever it is they need to ask or offering whatever it is that they're struggling with so that we can hold them in that and help them navigate it from wherever they're currently experiencing it and move them forward through it without trying to fix it for them or get them through it as quickly as possible, but really exploring the opportunity, the lesson, the healing that's trying to occur for them through that difficult experience or through the roadblock that they're coming up against, whether it's just in that single moment or it's a recurring roadblock is irrelevant. And so we were talking about how in, in our community, in the community feed in particular, we've noticed a, a trend starting to happen where students will say, um, I hope it's okay that I ask this, or I hope that this is a place where this question belongs. And we kind of giggle behind the scenes because of course, of course it is. Like we don't put any rules in place for a reason. We want you to be able to ask any question in any way that feels best for you to ask it, whether it's on the feed or on a live support call or in our monthly garden party where we can actually have dialogue. I want you to be able to access us wherever feels best. And so it's interesting how our students are almost self-regulating themselves and wanting to be respectful and mindful of the energetic exchange occurring between us and them by pre-framing a really difficult question or a really heavy question or maybe a question that doesn't necessarily fit into a traditional coaching box but is something that is actually holding them back from moving forward in their career or moving forward with a client or with themselves in their own personal healing, in their own self-mastery journey. And so my team and I, we were thinking about this and, and what I offered them was this idea that we don't really have boundaries in our space, but when we think about 
creating traditional boundaries to protect our energy or to create a sense of safety for ourselves that's actually negating the conversation around creating safety for that other person for our client for our student and because we aren't concerned with protecting ourselves and we are only concerned with creating a safe nurturing intimate vulnerable experience for our students the student no longer feels like they have to overstep a boundary because the only reason why someone would overstep a boundary is to get to a place of safety for themselves. Like, think about that. The only reason why someone oversteps a boundary is because their ego is trying to create a sense of safety for itself. And it doesn't feel like it can create that, access that, on the other side of the boundary that someone else has set for them. So just think about this playing out in, in conversations you've had with your student, with your students, with your clients, or in other personal relationships that you've had where you've tried to set a boundary around your energy or your time or your availability, your attention. And that person or that group of people are constantly trying to take more from you, overstep that boundary. Is it possible that they're trying to overstep that boundary because within the confines of the context of the relationship that you're trying to create and hold space for, they actually don't feel like they're getting what they need. And so they're trying to take more from you because their ego is trying to create that sense of safety for itself. Remember, everyone is egoically selfish. Our ego is always going to cause us to act and think and feel in ways that are in service of the ego and the ego alone. The ego is never concerned with someone else. The ego is only concerned with your experience of, of safety based on your lived experiences, based on what safety really means for you and how you've always known to access it. So let's just say that you're in a coaching relationship and your clients are constantly overstepping their boundaries with you. Is it possible that because those clients have come to you from the perspective of being set up in a coaching relationship where they didn't feel like they really got what they needed from their mentor, now their ego is, is causing them to act in ways by overstepping your boundaries to try and create that sense of safety or take control of that for themselves. And they're not actually even recognizing what they're doing when they're doing it. They're not recognizing that you have a boundary. They're not recognizing the disrespect that that, that is creating or the distrust that that's creating. They're just taking what they need to feel safe. And isn't it true that you have a boundary in the first place to do the exact same thing, to give yourself what you need to feel safe? So when we're not communicating about this, resentment can build and frustration can build and we can feel like something is wrong in the way that we're, we're setting boundaries and we can set more boundaries. It's like, maybe I don't have enough boundaries. People keep overstepping, people keep overreaching, people keep asking me for more than I feel available for, I need more boundaries. And so that's what we do. We build more boundaries where we try to impose more boundaries, more rules, more guidelines, more structure around what we're available for and not available for. When really all that's doing is creating more and more distance between you and your client 
and it's causing them to need to jump higher over their boundaries to access what is they really need, which is safety. It's the only thing they've ever needed all along. They wanna feel safe to be experiencing what it is they're currently experiencing with you, to be able to talk to you about their current experience and to feel to feel seen in that, to feel held in that. They don't need you to fix everything for them. They need you to hold space for them to be okay, to be present in whatever it is that's coming up for them. So when you think about the relationships that you have with your clients or your group program or in your personal life, I think that it could be a really powerful shift into 2023 to begin to look at where have I created an external boundary around my time, around my energy, And what is that actually doing in the bigger picture? Is that boundary serving both parties or is it only serving me? Is that boundary allowing that person to feel safe or is it creating distance from me and them so that I feel safe and I'm not paying attention to what they're feeling? Is it possible that if we remove the boundary and we focus instead on creating a space where your people can come to you with whatever they need, when they need it, that perhaps a deeper respect, a deeper understanding will begin to form around energetic exchange and how it is they're choosing to access you. And is there actually opportunity inside of this to elevate how you're showing up for yourself and for them as a space holder, as a coach, as a guide, right? Of course, if we don't have conversation with our clients around how they're able to be with themselves in moments where they're getting activated, they will always depend on us to be that for them. But I think that's actually the conversation we need to be having. It's not, let me create a boundary so that when they're in a hard place, they don't just dump their shit on me to deal with. That's not it. It's, let me remove the boundary and have the conversation about how they're going to be with themselves differently when they're in a hard place, understanding what my role is in that, and for me to trust that it's okay that they're uncomfortable for a time. I think that's the other piece to this too is, Boundaries allow us to disconnect from our clients, to give us a justifiable reason to not worry about them or to not feel responsible for them for a period of time, right? I see this with check-ins in particular. I need your check-in by this day at this time, and if I don't get it, I won't be replying until next week or Monday at this day at this time or whatever, right? And what that's really doing is, is it's allowing you those three days to completely check out and giving yourself permission to not feel responsible for any requests that come in over those three days because you told them this is your boundary. And now if people email you in that time, it's like you're allowed to just ignore it, which is so innocent. That's such an innocent thing to do. It makes a lot of sense. But I think inside of that conversation, there's actually actually a deeper level of what if what if we are being asked to hold them in those moments differently and by holding them in those moments differently we are actually able to cultivate a deeper sense of self-trust with ourselves as well i think the reason why we create that boundary is because 
oh, it's heavy to hold other people's shit, isn't it? It's heavy to take on emotion of others and feel like it's our responsibility to do something with it or fix it. It's heavy to take on the problems of others and feel like it's our job to find the way through and offer them the action step. But what if, what if that all disappeared? What if you changed your relationship to your role as a coach and you recognize that when someone is struggling, that that's their experience and it's actually not your job to get them out of the struggle at all. It's actually your job to shine a light on it and hold space around it so that they can fully experience it so that on the other side of it, they can realize that they didn't need to, that to go away in order for them to be okay. And inside of that, doing the same for yourself. I don't need them to get to the other side of their struggle in order for me to be okay either. And now I don't need a boundary because I no longer feel responsible for fixing every problem that surfaces or helping someone get to a more comfortable emotion as quickly as possible because I've actually changed how I see my role and now I'm internally detached from my responsibility to fix and I'm actually helping them in an even bigger way by not fixing them, by not controlling the outcome, by not changing their emotional state because of what I did or what I said or what I gave them to temporarily shift them into a more positive state. Right? I think the conversation around boundaries is so much more a conversation around internal safety for both of us for both you, the space holder, the guide, and what it is that you're making yourself responsible for and how boundaries are actually protecting you from always feeling that responsibility. It's about releasing that responsibility and accessing a, a sense of inner security with who you are and what you can offer and what your role actually is in holding space. And then two, as a parallel to that, it's about creating a space for your client to feel safe with you and with themselves, especially in those turbulent moments, to be able to access you but not become dependent upon you to make them feel better. And I think that's where the relationship completely shifts, where boundaries are no longer required because they don't feel like they have to grip onto what it is they need to feel safe because you're actually teaching them to access that internally for themselves. And now you're both on a beautiful parallel journey of learning how to cultivate that inner safety for each other and for yourself. And you get to come together in a completely different way and have a completely different kind of conversation. So I know this went a little meta and I'm intentionally going to cut myself off there because I feel like I could talk for the next three hours on this and maybe I'll do a workshop on this in the future. Um, but I wanted to just really drop this in and offer this to you as a little nugget to explore for yourself as you're stepping into 2023. I think the conversation in the coaching community is starting to change around what our role really is. and. And I can see a lot of, I can see a lot of coaches, specifically my heart-centered, empathic, creative, visionary, innovative, intuitive type of coaches starting to desire a deeper relationship with their clients and a deeper connection to the work that they're doing, which also invites in the conversation of creating a deeper connection to yourself and better understanding 
how your ego has constructed these external circumstances inside of your business, inside of your relationships, everywhere in your life in order to give you externally what it is that you can actually begin to learn how to access internally for yourself. And what would happen if, if in the absence of all of those external structures, you were able to cultivate what it was that that was giving you previously without needing any of that external stuff and move forward from that place? Like, how would that feel? Would that feel more freeing? Would you feel more flexible? Would you be able to move and trust and explore and get creative in new ways because the way in which you're showing up is no longer confined by these external structures trying to protect you from others taking energy from you. And now you're just energetically connected to each of your students and there's such a deep trust there that you know that no one can ever suck you dry energetically because your energy isn't theirs to take. It's yours to give. And it's up to you to determine how you give it. And you don't need boundaries in place in order to do that. You need self-awareness. You need awareness around where you're, you're giving more energy than you need to simply because that energetic exchange is allowing you to create some sort of external result that's giving you a sense of safety or significance inside and catching yourself in that and sitting with yourself in that and, and allowing that to be okay and choose to move forward with that client differently. Maybe there's a new edge there for you. Maybe instead of fixing their problem because that's just gonna be faster and then we'll both feel okay and we can move forward and, and they're not gonna be upset and I'm gonna feel like a good coach, instead of just leaning into that old pattern, maybe allowing them to sit in that discomfort and holding space for that to be okay for a little bit longer. Even though maybe they're upset with you that you're not giving them the answer and maybe you're in turbulence around not giving them the answer, but maybe that's what you both need. Do you know what I mean? I hope you do. I hope you do. I hope this changes the way that you're approaching how you're structurally setting up your programs this year. I think that there's a lot of opportunity to be holding community in a completely different way. And I see this conversation also coming up in my space a lot where when students step into my space, they're like, oh, this is what I've been trying to create. This is what it's supposed to feel like. I've never experienced this before. And I really think that this is why. I think it's because everything we do is rooted in how can we become more intimate? How can I access more vulnerability in every conversation? And how can I make everyone feel seen and safe in their current experience? And that's the only thing I'm worried about. And there are no boundaries. Because I know that whatever your current experience is, isn't mine to fix. It's mine to shine a light on, hold space for, and guide you through. That's how I build resilience in you. That's how I deepen your relationship to yourself. That's how we access your intuition. That's how we become more creative and inspired. That's how we access a deeper relationship with your clients is by understanding who you are first and how to connect with yourself first. And the same thing is accessible for you in your work. I think that, I think in 2023, we're going to see a, a resurgence of understanding that in order to get where we want to go, connection is a vital component of that. I was talking with a colleague of mine last week 
and we were exploring how like in this day and age you can google anything and get the knowledge for it and that's not really what creates change is it it's always connection with another human being that creates the change that we're looking for and how this is really going to become the through line in so many of our conversations this year around how do I create a community where this can exist at scale or how can I create a community that is actually nourishing for me instead of draining for me and and I really believe that this conversation around well what is it that you're accessing that community for that you need to learn how to give yourself first because when you can give yourself that and you don't depend on what you're building to give you any of that, now true safety exists in that space because there's not that expectation of them needing to show up in a certain way in order to belong, in order to fit in, in order to receive your love and support. They get to just be in their experience and know that you're going to give that irregardless of what's coming up because you don't need them to be any certain way in order for you to be okay. You don't need their success to tell you that you're successful. And I think that energy is felt. I think that energy is felt and I think that's the really big difference. So I invite you to sit with this and explore what feels relevant for you in this, if anything. If you're like, yeah, Laura, whatever, that's fine too. But I really see I really see some powerful shifts happening for people who are open to this work and who are ready to explore these deeper layers within for themselves first and then allow that to translate into the communities that you're building or the relationships that you're forming with your clients. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot that you took the time to be here and share a piece of your day with me. As always, if there's anything I can do to support you further, or if any questions came up for you as you were listening, or if you simply just have a topic in mind that you'd really love to hear me speak into on the show, just look for a link in the show notes called Connect with Laura. That way you can let me know where you're at or what's coming up for you. These messages come direct to my inbox, by the way. So I always personally reply to every response that I get. Okay, I'll see you next time. Bye for now.